is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the house that Tiger built. It's time for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, the Monday edition, the November 30th edition, episode number 202. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, we're, we're, we're late. <laughs> yeah, even though I live five minutes away from work now. Uh, something I forgot to talk about last week, I, I feel like I should have talked about last week, was, oh, Good old Black Friday. <laughs> Something we usually, I feel like, especially back when I used to have a Peter Rosa here. I, mean, I used to always joke around joke around about Black Friday, but oh my lord. Uh, I, I don't work in a, I don't, I don't work in a, in retail anymore. Uh, I work primarily in e-commerce now. Uh, so I, I thankfully don't have to deal with Black Friday customers, at least not directly. Uh, uh, unless I'm talking to some wholesale customers, that I, 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 which I had to do today and, and actually a, a couple times over the weekend. We have a bunch of people who haven't bought from us before all of a sudden. Like, hey, you guys sell games via wholesale? We need games because everyone's selling games like nuts. I know we did. After Thanksgiving and uh, Black Friday, good Lord, we're selling thousands and thousands and thousands of games. Normally we have a certain amount of volume. Yeah, we did like ten times that <laughs> on the on Black Friday. And, oh, it's like and normally we don't work the weekends, but here I, I was working the weekends. But, but not only that, it's just been crazy. But we, we we had Turkey Day. We we had Turkey. Day. We we had our we had our first Turkey Day as a family, and I, I cooked my my first ever my my first prepared Thanksgiving dinner. I always relied on on my mom's. I'd always go to my mom's house. For Thanksgiving, or I'd go to a friend's place for Thanksgiving if that, if that wasn't happening. But my mom usually makes Thanksgiving dinner. But yeah, this was the first time I made a Thanksgiving dinner. That was it was insane. I I I I, I, I I'm I'm a cook. I'm not a chef. <laughs> I realize that there's there's a fine distinction between cooks and chefs, <laughs> and I am not a chef. But we we had a good dinner nonetheless. A lot of Thanksgiving dinner is is pre preparation. Good God, and I was completely and utterly unprepared. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing happened time. But at the at the end of the at the end of the day, uh, by I think we started uh, around eleven, and I, I think I finished cooking around seven. <laughs> oh no, six six six. Yeah. Oh, right, you've been Kevin. Uh, I have only had the fortune of meeting Kevin Smith once, uh, to, to get to, to Bradney's uh, comment before I forget. Uh, yeah, I, I had the fortune that it was like, I forget how many years ago. Uh, I want to say it was like 14 years ago or 13 years ago. Uh, my, my good friend, uh, Sean T. Hornbuckle, had uh, got us tickets to go see, it was, it was, it was called Marvel Then and Now, where they, they had a, Kevin Smith was a moderator. And they had Stan, Stan Lee to represent Marvel's uh, then, and then they had uh, the at, at the time the current uh, the current uh, editor in chief Joe Quesada, and they, they did a, a little panel at UCLA, and it, it was actually very fun. I, I believe the highlight of the panel was a uh, was uh, Kevin and uh, uh, Kevin and and Joe Quesada's wireless mics were working fine, but for whatever reason. Uh, Stan, Stanley, his, his wireless mic wasn't working very well, and then halfway through the show, they hand him, they, they hand him a mic, and uh, for those of you listening on the podcast version, you're going to miss the, the physical versions of it, but the, those of you watching on Facebook Live, they hand him the mic, and he holds the mic in front of him, oh, this is so much more comfortable, and he holds the mic like, as if he's holding a penis in front of his mouth, and you see Kevin Smith literally fall over in his chair, because like, and then like, and then Stanley's like, what's so funny, Kevin? <laughs> And then, like, we're all just laughing, because it look, looks like Stan's about to go down on the mic. <laughs> and then that's literally what Kevin was thinking, and he just died on the spot. <laughs> it was like, and then Kevin has to explain to Stan. I'm like, Stan, no, you can't hold it that way. Just don't hold it like that. Hold it like a normal person. <laughs> and now, the, uh, uh, was Kevin Smith one of my inspirations to begin podcasting? Ironically, no. Um... Uh, the, the, the two big inspirations for me to begin podcasting were uh, Mark Marin and uh, professional wrestler Colt Cabana. Th those were my two uh, podcast inspirations. Uh, you know, honestly, I don't think... Uh, ironically, I, as much as I... In, in, my, 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 in my 20s, I freaking loved and memorized 
all those early Kevin Smith movies. I don't think I've ever listened to any of the Kevin Smith podcast or the, any 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 of his smodcasts. Really? Yeah. Batman, Batman, oh, Batman. No, n- none of them. How dare you? I I know. I, like ironically, I think I, I I listened to someone else on his network, and I would hear about I would hear ads for Kevin Smith. I, I, I was listening to this other comedian, uh, Jay Moore. I think uh, he kept moving around his his podcast, and he was on Smod, uh, 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 Smodcast. And for those of you who don't know that, I guess that that Smith and Mosier, Scott, Scott Mosier, the, the the Kevin Smith's uh, partner, and all that. View askew stuff. No, that, that's that's the fine. My my wife is in, in, incredibly shocked, but yeah, I don't think I've ever, I've ever listened to it. I I, I don't know what happened when I turned thirty, where I was just like, like I still thought Kev was funny, but I wasn't obsessed with him as I was. But to rewind back to the original point of the story, I went and saw this. Uh, we we saw this panel at UCLA, and uh, my buddy uh, Sean being being him and his epic whiteness. He like as soon as the panel was over, he's like Dre, let's go. I, I have to do it with my Sean voice. Dre, let's go around the side. I think we might be able to meet them if we go to the right place. Cause you know Kevin needs to go take a smoke. And um, we we ducked out the side. Everyone went one direction. We went the opposite direction. We went off the side and we ran into Kevin Smith was outside smoking a cigarette. This was you know, like I said, this was like 14, 15 years ago. Um, and we ran into him and we took photos with him. He he, he was really cool. It was so funny, like, oh, we're sorry to bother you. And he's like, no, it's cool. He, he waved us over. And me, me and my buddy Sean, we took photos with him. We took photos with, with Joe Quesada. I, I'm, per, I, I'm sure it, it's on my Facebook and my Instagram somewhere. I I, I have those. Um, cause my, my buddy Sean, because this, this is old school. This was like, we didn't take them with our phone. We took them with a camera. <laughs> and I had them, and, and, and my buddy Sean printed them out. He had them printed, and we had a nice, a nice big prints. Yes, I, I have printed photos, but I have taken photos and posted them on the internet for posterity. Uh, yeah, they, they were somewhere in my garage. I, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, Kev was, he was super cool. I was like, uh, you, you always hear, never meet your heroes, but Kev was so freaking cool. He was like, yo, come on, yeah, come over, yeah. And then we took the photo with him, and I took the photo with, with Joe, Joe, Joe Quesada. He, 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 I feel like Kevin shamed him into taking the photo with us. Like, I wasn't as enthusiastic a photo with Joe Quesada, but I was like, all right, cool. You know, I didn't want to be rude, but like, oh, no, I, I only wanted a picture of him. Joe Q, yeah, go draw some more weirdly shaped guys and, and do your weird thing. But, yeah, that, that, that's, the, that, that's the, the one time I got to meet Kevin Smith, and it, it, I remember it was pretty cool. I was pretty happy. I was like, oh, awesome. Oh, yeah, I, I saw the, the yeah. I don't know what it is. I just, I don't know why I've never jumped into his body. Because, yes, it, you know what? I think what it is, the reason why I never jumped into because he has such a high volume. There's so many podcasts he has. He does one with Ralph Garman. He does the one with his buddy, uh, the, the Fat Man on Batman. Oh, I think Tiger wants to contribute as well. You, you, want, you have something to say too, buddy? I tell you, when, when this kid uh, uh, flings arcade, that's right. I, I, have, I have to represent. Uh, I'm always representing Tron. I wear my, my I wore this today, and I wore my my Tron hoodie at work. But yeah, it was like, I, I there's there's too many. I, I feel like there's too many podcasts. I I, I, I can't. Uh, there's just too many. <laughs> I I don't know why. I was just like, no, I'm, I'm not going to jump into those for for whatever reason. I think I, I think I've seen some YouTube videos of his show. Like uh, I. I think I had wanted to go back when they were still doing it back at City Walk. I, they were doing it at City Walk. I think now they do them at Scum and Villainy in downtown. Well, I don't think they're doing them right now at Scum and Villainy. But they used to do them at the John Lovitz uh, nightclub in City Walk. And, uh, yeah, it was funny. I, I think I was looking today this morning to see if I could find the, the Jane Silent Bob movie on the um, on, uh, Cyber Monday deals. But, yeah, that was a weird thing. Like, today, you know, today is supposed to be a big, oh, do all your online shopping. But I think everyone... Um, Exhausted all their online deals on Friday. <laughs> I, I went like I, I think I, I bought one thing which is going to be a Christmas present for 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 my lady. It's a Christmas present for both of us. But I, I bought one thing today while I was while I was perusing the the the, the Cyber Monday deals this morning. Uh, I still gotta go, I had to go quietly go pick it up. <laughs> I, have to, I have to I have to do like a curbside pickup because now everything everything is closed up again. 
Yeah, Hollywood Babylon. Yeah, Hollywood Babylon. I, I, I like Ralph Garman. I like Ralph Garman when he was on KROQ and, and all the random voices he does on Family Guy. But his really bad Adam West that he does. But, yeah. Um, that, that, that was interesting. But, yeah, so this past weekend... You know, uh, it was so, uh, I, I feel like the the wife and I and then the baby we had a, we had a fairly nerdy weekend. <laughs> oh, James, you bought too many things. Yeah, it, it, for whatever reason, I like I, there's there's games I wanted to buy. Like I saw today, like a, a bunch of the um, the a bunch of the PlayStation Four greatest hits were ten bucks. I'm like, oh, cool, I can get God of War for ten bucks. I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever gonna get to it. <laughs> I'm so busy. Between work and, and being a dad. Uh, <laughs> like, there's all these games where, oh, okay, cool. I, I could pick up uh, Mario and and, 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 and and Rayman Raving Rabbids for, like, really cheap. It was, like, 15 bucks. I'm like, oh, I'm like, uh, no, I'm not going to play it. I don't think I'm going to get to it. I, I still haven't got to the games I want to play. I, I, uh, especially between our move and work, I haven't touched a game... In a couple of weeks, uh, the, my my poor gaming channel has been has been a desolate wasteland of content uh, between uh, us moving out here. But uh, yeah, uh, there there's a bunch of stuff. I saw there were there's cool things that like oh, I feel like a younger me, a, a five years ago me, would have been like I would have bought like probably fifteen things uh, today. Like oh, if I was younger, I would have bought that game and that game and that game and that game. Uh, but no. Um, Current me, it's like, oh, I spent a hundred plus dollars at Target last night on baby stuff. Diapers. <laughs> yeah, diapers are expensive. Baby food's expensive. <laughs> That's where all my money's going. As much as I wanted to buy a bunch of PS4 and Switch games, I'm like, ah, oh, no, I gotta, I gotta buy, a, I gotta wipe my kid's butt and, and feed them. <laughs> It's a that's kind of my 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 real life Tamagotchi over there. I gotta keep him alive. <laughs> that's the game I'm playing right now. I gotta keep Tiger going. Keep my keep my son happy. Keep him. Yeah, yeah listen. He, I don't know if y'all can hear him. He's laughing. <laughs> See, and that's I saw all those uh, all those uh, Nintendo first party games. Sorry, I gotta reach over. I just realized I didn't plug in the. Uh, the phone charger. Uh, yeah, I saw Nintendo's doing... I, it's so crazy because working in video game distribution now, seeing all these Black Friday deals, like, here, let me let, let, me let y'all in a little secret. Y'all are buying games. If you bought games either this past Friday or last week or today, you're buying them below cost. It's insane. Like, my bosses were like, oh, we need to go out and buy a bunch of freaking Tony Hawks. $24 is way better than what we pay for them. <laughs> it's like, what? It, 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 we were overselling stuff, and, like, my boss is like, all right, we got to go out to Target and Walmart. We got to go buy some stuff because we oversold. Because Amazon is Amazon is actually really annoying if you're, like, selling stuff on there. <laughs> Let's say you have 10 of a, of, of a game, but 20 people put it in the cart... <laughs> And only you know five buy it, and then people check out later. It'll just oversell, and Amazon's like, "Yo, dog, you sold twenty copies of this game. You only had ten of." Like, why, why, why'd you fuck me like that, Amazon? It's fine when we have a thousand copies of it again, because oh, then we we don't really sell out. I mean, over time, yeah, we are right now at the holidays, but it's insane. Like, the, like it was like Rainbow Six Siege for the PlayStation Four for whatever reason. We had a huge run on it, and uh, I was like, "Oh, we oversold by twenty copies." I'm like, "Oh, crap." It's like me and the managers were like, "All right, we gotta, all right, we gotta game plan this. Let's see how many WalMarts can we hit in the area so we can, we can buy these Rainbow Six Sieges less than what we normally pay for, so we can sell them on Amazon to fulfill these freaking orders that Amazon oversold on us. It's, it, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, exactly, James. You see, you know, because you were working at Best Buy, you know, the lot." It, the, the, the cost for Best Buy is 48 And see, me, where I'm at in the distribution level, our cost is even lower, and some of these prices are even below that. It, it, it's insane. It's, uh, yeah, the, the 48 that that's that's cost for retailer. Uh, the actual, if you're buying direct from Sony or buying direct from, you know, Ubisoft or EA, the cost is probably is less than that, and even some of the prices that are out there right now 
we're nuts for game like that Star Wars Squadrons. That's like below our like they're selling it for like twenty bucks right now. That's below our cost. Or if we were to go to EA, like yo, we need you know six hundred copies of Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah. Oh no no! Don't buy direct from me right now. Take advantage of the deals. The deals are below our cost. Like we sell for higher. Like I had one of my one of my clients come to me and saying like, "Yo, you guys are selling you know, uh what was it? Uh, it was uh, one of the Lord of the Rings games. It was um, Shadow of Mordor, game of the year. You guys are selling it for for we're selling it wholesale for twenty five, and I could buy it from Best Buy for twenty. I'm like." Go buy it from Best Buy. Sorry, <laughs> like I can't. I can't beat twenty right now. Twenty five is my twenty five is our firm price. Sorry, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we paid twenty three for it. So, <laughs> sorry about that. Video game margins are really tight. <laughs> That's why we sell them by the hundreds. It, it's like this Black Friday. There was like a couple weeks ago when the Black Friday ad came out. Like literally when we. Me and the bosses were sitting in office pouring over the ads. We we're pulling them up on our phones, and like this is ridiculous. It just, it just like Tony Hawk just came out, and it was just like oh, that. That was like a forty fifty dollar game. It was like oh twenty four bucks. Like the fuck. If, if we went to Activision right now, they they, they or if, if we had gone to Activision then, they oh look, that that game that game's uh, you know uh, thirty something dollar cost. Like okay, it, it it's one of the yeah. Like like I've said before on the show, I. In the now it's 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 officially been two years I've been working at this at this distributor because uh, I was around Thanksgiving, twenty eighteen that I I quit all I quit all my other crazy jobs of driving school Lego rep and and supermarket rep all but all at the same time and I'm like I'm gonna go do this video you know take a chance and go be a seasonal at this video game warehouse and uh, I managed to oh my boss we buy like. No, um, so what's going on? I think is a lot of these places are willing to take a loss just to make sales. That that that's that's what me and the managers were talking about at work. It's like the like all these well all the Nintendo deals, all those games that are forty bucks. Like that's I think that's Nintendo covering the cost for them. Nintendo's like, all right, cool, sell it below cost. We'll cover your losses just so they can get more sales. That way it looks better for the stockholders. Like, oh look, look how well Target did. Look how well. GameStop did. Look how look how much sales. Like we can't recover. Like you know, but uh, so we we're not, uh, we're not selling our Nintendo first party games for forty bucks at our we're we're at our distribution. We're like no, like yo, you want those games? They're gonna be uh, forty nine bucks, yo. <laughs> like and that's wholesale. You gotta have a you gotta be a reseller to buy it from us for that price. If you're talking to us retail, like yo, that's fifty nine ninety nine, yo. <laughs> um. It's insane. So what what happens like the the a lot of these publishers they will cover the, these like all right you can advertise forty bucks and they'll cover the they'll cover the losses they'll, 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 they'll they don't literally just hand them a check like oh you have credit next time you order from us like let's say let's say Walmart is selling these uh, they're selling like Mario Maker two for forty bucks they're selling Mario Tennis for forty bucks they're selling all these Nintendo games are normally sixty bucks they're selling them for forty. So let's say you know Walmart's losing, let's say six to nine dollars somewhere along the lines, you know, because they're buying bigger, right? They're buying big, and so Nintendo will give them credit. All right, cool. If you guys sell a thousand units, we'll give you six Gs of credit. So next time Walmart's ordering from Nintendo, they'll give them a six thousand dollar discount on their next order. So that to give you a basic example of what's happening right now. That's why, and I think that's the same that's been happening with Activision on these prices for. Tony Hawk or Call of Duty, um, no, at, you know, right now I'm sure they're 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 getting profits in other departments. Walmart has Lawless first game party games for thirty. See, that's another thing where Walmart they're probably taking that discount and then driving it down further to try to push more because, yeah, profits over sales. You think profits over sales are more important, but this weekend to look good to stockholders, it, it's a big, giant, complicated thing. They have to look good. Yo, we, we, you can't you can't be less than last year. You have to beat last year. That's the worst thing. You have to beat last year. Yeah, this is very confusing. Yes, exactly, because there's a lot of different ledgers. I, I, 
my bosses, uh, particularly my, my direct supervisor, he has to deal with a lot of that kind of like crazy bookkeeping because something because sometimes we'll get cut like if Sega drops a price on something that we, we buy direct from Sega. If Sega does a crazy price drop and we're like, hey, WTF, we bought all this stuff from you. <laughs> yeah, generally, yeah, Black Friday is a really good time. Like, that's what I've always done like with, with movies in the past. Like I, I, I used to be that person. I'd buy a movie the, the day it would come out. Like like 10 years ago, if you go back to my Instagram, you see I'm always showing, oh, look, I bought you know Iron Man 2 today. I bought Avengers today. Now I, I've learned over the years, I'm like, oh, that's a sucker's game. You wait. Like You don't need it now. If you're something you really, really want, wait. Wait till Black Friday. Wait till that. Because that, now it's, it's all week now. And especially some of that stuff. Like if you're waiting on older stuff, that stuff's going to like... Remember there was one Black Friday where like, okay, I really wanted X-Men Days of Future Past. And I forgot what the other movie was. I, I saw... I had a Facebook memory of that. Where I just waltzed into freaking Best Buy after Thanksgiving dinner. Picked them both up for six bucks each. Walked out. I'm like, all right, cool. Got the two movies I wanted. And then it was, it was a, and then a few years ago. It was like, all right. I remember me and Pete had just finished uh, the Wednesday night show when we used to do that comic focus show. And I sat there on my phone and I bought a bunch of Blu-rays from uh, from Best Buy. I was like, okay, cool. I didn't buy Wonder Woman earlier this year. I didn't buy John Wick. I didn't buy Spectre. I didn't buy uh, Fantastic Beasts. I'm like, cool. And then boom, boom, boom. Like 30 bucks later, I had five Blu-rays. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm like, if I had bought each of those the day they came out, it'd be like 20, 20 bucks each. Like, it just logistically made sense to me. Oh, I, if I just got patient and just wait for Black Friday, I'd buy all the movies I'd wanted throughout the year. I got furniture. My wife bought furniture <laughs> during this Black Friday. <laughs> uh, I really didn't do any shopping. I did a lot of working. I mean, <laughs> I did a lot of working and I did a lot of baby shopping. That, that, that was my... Uh, Black Friday. I bought one thing, <laughs> and I, I keep almost saying what I bought, but it's supposed to be a surprise for the wife. It wasn't anything major. It's nothing major, honey. Sorry, but <laughs> uh, but I bought uh, I bought a thing. It's important. Yeah, it's it's the <laughs> it's, it's, it's the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. It's the thought. It's it's the it's the intention. It's like, Always. The like, like, I, I I gave her a clue this morning. It's something both you and I would enjoy, and then she made a very off-color joke that was very hilarious, which I will not share with you guys, <laughs> because our baby is listening. <laughs> see, Orion, see, you're a parent, you you bought kids toys and clothes. James, uh, you don't have kids, you bought a laptop and an iPad. <laughs> a 12-month no-interest financing, did you go back to your former employer for, for that, James? Did, did, you, did you go back to, to, your, to your old, <laughs> did you go back to your old stomping grounds? Of uh, the Burbank Best Buy and get that get that hooked up, or did you, did you head on over to one of the Northridge stores, <laughs> one of the the three Northridge Best Buys? <laughs> I think there was three. Yeah, it was really weird. I didn't understand. Oh no, wait, it was three Targets, two Best Buys. Sorry, my my mistake. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 Black Friday is just uh yeah that it's 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 good, but it's complicated. Like I'm like I'm telling you, yeah. It's like, it, it, it's wild out there. We were, I, I swear, it was so funny. Like we had this cart. Like we, I think we even picked up. Uh, or it's funny the the week before, even the the buy two get one. Uh, the, the the old buy two get one free always happens. We we went out and took advantage of that because we oversold. <laughs> uh, same company, different location. Oh, <laughs> all right. I, I shouldn't be putting your, your your business on front street. Not 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 not, not the blue shirts. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was like, it was like during the buy two, get one free. Again, it's like, because Amazon keeps freaking hurting it. Because we, we saw on Amazon as well. It's like, oh, we, we keep getting our butts whipped. It's like, oh, we, we start running low on a game. It's like, all of a sudden, oh, crap, we were oversold. We got to go freaking, we want to fulfill the orders. We don't, want to, we don't want to cancel them and take a negative hit. So, like, all right, let's go out and buy them. And like, oh, take advantage. Buy two, get one free. <laughs> and the managers come back. like, all right, cool. We picked up some of the uh, Call of Duty, uh, Cold War, some Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. <laughs> While they were picking up the game they needed, because uh, the targets are, wouldn't like you can't buy three of the same game. Like, all right, fine, we'll buy some other shit that we need <laughs> that we can sell as well. Uh, video game distribution is insane. It's a, uh, I, it's equal parts, uh, 
Oh yeah, this year was yeah, it was very select games. I think yeah, that, that's I think where the bosses. It, it, it worked for us because a couple of those games we were in desperate need of. I think one of them, uh, I, forgot, I think it was like ML, uh, whatever the, the ML, the Major League Baseball game from Sony. Like we got freaking, we ran out of that. <laughs> it, it's so weird, like especially around during the holidays. Like, uh, my boss is, was joking around. The, 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 the Switch is basically the Wii all over again. Because right now our number one selling game at work is Carnival Games for the Nintendo Switch. Which I, I'll, I don't know if you, my, my gamer buddies here, you, you, I don't know if you remember Carnival Games for the Nintendo Wii, which I think, as I was telling my boss, I think that was one of the few uh, third party games that sold over a million units on the Wii. And apparently it's well on its way <laughs> with the, uh, it won't be the show, thank you, yeah. Um, it, it's, uh, it's well on its way to selling a million units on the Switch. Because it was funny, my boss, like, he, he ordered, like, we, we, we brought in, like, freaking 10,000 copies of a. Of a <laughs> Of carnival games, and I was like, "Oh man!" Like I'm like, you, I'm "Like you think we're gonna move all that?" He's like, "Oh, don't worry." And then, yeah, freaking Black Friday rolls in, like boom, we blow up, we freaking sell five hundred. Like okay, yeah, we we're gonna blow through this before before Christmas. We're gonna we're gonna nuke that that ten k, no problem. Oh, you got your wife to work out. Did you get the 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 Wii Fit uh, Adventure? That that's the one game I, I feel like I can probably. Purchase and the wife won't get mad at me because it's it's a it's an exercise game. <laughs> it'll, it'll be fun for, for, for both of us to play. Uh, there's a Mario Kart and Party Bundle for eighty bucks at Target. Oh yeah, that's that's a new thing I've been seeing on Switch now because I saw Sega did a bunch of those. Ah, oh, see, Ryan says yes. The the Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> I I, think I remember watching one of my buddies like he he was playing it like every day on Twitch. Because it, it, it's a it's a workout game, but apparently it's also an RPG at the same time. I guess it's to help you know help motivate the gamer to keep working out. It's like, oh, cool! I'm I'm gaining progress. I'm earning XP. <laughs> I guess there's a bunch of different quests and like it's whatever little exercise you're doing. Maybe you're you're fighting monsters as you're doing the exercises if you do them correctly. I mean, if there's anything that can motivate me to work out, is make it a game. <laughs> I I have my I have my DDP yoga program, but. Yeah, that requires time and uh, and space, and sometimes like he just kicks my ass. I, I can only hear Diamond Dallas Page say like the "Take it to the bridge" so many times. <laughs> if you ever done DDP yoga, you'll know what I'm talking about. But yes, I I, I, I have sidetracked myself uh, quite a bit. But yeah, Black Friday, insane. Uh, it's still crazy for us. Like, even to, like, even today, like, it's. Cyber Monday, you know, because we're not going to see, see, that's the thing, at my job, we're always kind of like, we're working on what happened the day before, so tomorrow, oh my god, we had like 6,000 orders today, that was Sunday and Monday morning, Cyber Monday, I can only imagine, we might have more tomorrow, if, if, if our stuff really struck on Cyber Monday, we might have more orders tomorrow, honey, so hopefully, wow. I'm, hopefully I won't be at work too late, wow. <laughs> or hopefully I won't have to walk, I'm like, sorry bosses, deuces, I gotta go feed my family. <laughs> Because I'm like I'm like middle management at work. I'm like, oh, I'm not a manager manager like my bosses, but I'm not a person who just packs games anymore. <laughs> I'm the sales manager of the, of our wholesale website, <laughs> and apparently the most responsible person in the warehouse. <laughs> it's fun being responsible. I know where all the games are at. <laughs> Say, Dre, we need to find a copy of Call of Duty. Black Ops 4. Oh, there's a European copy over in that box that's, that's labeled Latin America. Why? I, I put it there eight months ago. I just know it's there. <laughs> my, 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 apparently my memory can be used for rap lyrics and also where obscure games can be located in a giant warehouse full of hundreds of thousands of games. <laughs> my son's having fun over there with my wife. So... Uh, I don't know. I, I want to tackle the Mandalorian. I mean, we, the wife and I, we, we made time. We, we are caught up. My, my wife and I made time. Uh, Tiger went to bed at a reasonable hour this past Friday. And the wife and I, we, we fired up Disney+. Plus. We, we put it on my PS4. We set up the, our little earbuds to not wake him up. So we're only listening to it. I, I, I'm running the audio of the PS4 through the controller. And so we each have one earbud, so it doesn't wake up the baby. And we're listening to, we're listening to Mandalorian, watching on the TV, 
And man, this past week's episode of if you're yeah exactly if you're a longtime fan of uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, if you watched Rebels, if you've basically followed all the stuff that that, that crazy man Dave Filoni uh, apparently uh, yeah I, I didn't realize that guy apparently he worked on Avatar: The Last Airbender, and then that and that's I guess that's how he he got hired to work on Star Wars. He's been working on Star Wars since the Clone Wars. I, I mistakenly. Uh, I, 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 I misinformed one of my friends on Facebook earlier this week. I thought Dave Filoni took over at some point later on. Because the, the, the first season of The Clone Wars is incredibly uh, targeted at kids. And at some point in season two, it gets awesome. They say, fuck it. We're just going to do awesome Star Wars shit. Here, have some Darth Maul. Here, here's a bunch of Mandalorians. Here's a bunch of other cool shit. And then and the show, like, that. I remember, I remember I was, I was binging it on Netflix because it was going to leave Netflix a couple of years ago. And I just sat and I binged through the Clone Wars. And I was like, oh, man. Like, the first season or so, I'm like, man, this isn't that great. Why is everybody hyping the show? And all of a sudden, I get to, like, season two. Like, whoa, what the hell? This is really good. Oh, the, the Samurai Jack, I got those on DVD somewhere. I'm pretty sure those are on Disney+, Plus. I think. Or if they're not, I have them on DVD. But, yeah, Clone Wars... Tiger, do you have some feelings as well? Nine. About Star Wars? Nine. Nine. And so, yeah, if, if you if you watched all the, a lot of that the Clone Wars stuff, if you watched Star Wars uh, Rebels, which I'm, I'm still working my way through, I, I only caught episodes here and there. I mean, I caught that epic episode of, of Rebels where you got the rematch of Darth Maul and Obi-Wan Kenobi. If that's a spoiler, I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah Darth, spoiler alert. Darth Maul survived Star Wars Episode One. Yeah, he he may have been chopped in half, but the through the power of retconning, <laughs> uh, he he was brought back to life with robot legs. Yeah, he he survived through the the power of hate. <laughs> he hated Obi Wan so much it kept him alive, even though he was missing half of his body. Well, he was only missing his legs, but the the, the, the dark side. Do I think Ezra might come back? I, Dude, they they gave us Ahsoka. They they name dropped freaking Admiral Thrawn, Grand Admiral Thrawn, if I must. Yeah, and uh, if uh, if you uh, see, I, I saw the last few episodes of Rebels, so I know like oh, Ezra and Thrawn, freaking they 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 got roped into those freaking hyperspace octopi and flew off to who knows where, where poor Ezra and Ahsoka were searching for them. Uh, yeah, I. It's weird. I was totally, I'm, I'm totally fine with uh, with live action Ahsoka because uh, freaking Rosario Dawson, like she freaking nailed it. Like I, I, I've never seen like because you know, obviously I've watched all of, I've watched all of Clone Wars. I've seen a bunch of Rebels, but uh, God, she, she totally nailed like a grown up freaking awesome crazy Ahsoka, and that was amazing. So I'll. I feel like if they tried to cast Ezra, it'd be like, it's just going to be like, it's just downhill from there. <laughs> I mean, I already feel like whoever they cast as freaking Grand Admiral Thrawn is just going to be like, oh, I feel like it's almost going to be a disappointment compared to how freaking great freaking Rosario was as freaking Ahsoka. I was like, wow, I, I was just like, I was so taken aback at how, like, oh, there was no, I wasn't sitting there going, hey, look, it's Rosario Dawson. I was like, oh my god, it's live action Ahsoka, and she's freaking amazing. <laughs> yeah, she just looks like Rosario Dawson. Yeah. It's like so cool. I mean, if, if they could get the entire, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being selfish here. If they could just get the whole crew of the ghost, that would be awesome. But yeah, again, it was just like, it would feel weird. I was like, oh, it's just like, they, they, they nailed it. It was like, uh, if, if you're at the Olympics, like, oh. She, they nailed the, the jump and the landing. <laughs> Ta-da! Like, yeah, it's, that, that, I've heard, I've, I, yeah, that's right, Warren. I've heard that rumor that they, they might do a spinoff show with just Ahsoka. And then, uh, cause, yeah, uh, I kept seeing a lot of reviews where I were very happy to see that uh, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch as... Okay, see, that okay, that would be, like, great for Grand Animal Thrawn. If they got Benedict Cumberbatch, you know he, he he's he's been on Disney payroll already. He's freaking Doctor Strange. He did a few other Disney movies. I mean, you probably didn't know that The Fifth Estate was technically a Disney movie, but yeah, it was technically a Disney movie. It was weird. <laughs> Samurai Jack's on HBO Max. What? No way. 
Somebody better do it. Tell Jack T. Polidor the Samurai Jack's on HBO Max. Yeah, like, I don't know. The Ma- Mandalorian, it, 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 I, I've never been so happy with a show. Just, like, like the, the previous episode with the freaking, yeah, freaking Katie Sackhoff, which I didn't realize until I researched it. Like, she voiced Bo-Katan in freaking Clone Wars, which I, I that's, I, I, it didn't hit me until, like, I, like, I was researching it. I was looking up all the characters from the, from the Clone Wars, and I'm like, oh, she voiced Bo-Katan back in freaking Clone Wars, and she got to play the live-action version. Freaking amazing. And then you saw freaking, like, Sasha Banks or Mercedes Varnado as another Mando. That was freaking cool. Oh, and the whole time I was watching last week's episode with my wife, I was like, the, uh, the, 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 the mercenary that was with the bad guy, I was like, man, that looks like the dude from Alien and Terminator, freaking, uh, uh, freaking, um, James Cameron's favorite guy to kill, Michael Bane. And I'm like, it looks like Michael Bane. I think it is. But I'm like, oh, I mean, he looks like him, but I'm not sure. I was like, it was so funny. Like, I, 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 I couldn't explain it to Rosa, like, the whole time we were watching. I'm like, oh, like, I know that guy. I think it's Michael Bane. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it is. And I, like, in my head, I was just, like, just losing it. And then, like, I look it up. The next day, I'm like, oh, it was Michael Payne. Oh, he had to die. <laughs> oh, your favorite camera was the dad from Kim's Convenience. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that because that, uh, I haven't watched, uh, I've been meaning to watch Kim's Convenience. My boss has been telling me oh, over, I need to, I need to watch Kim's Convenience. Uh, yeah, the, 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 Re- the, the rebel pilot or the, the, the New Republic pilot at the end who was investigating what happened. Yeah, Shades of Tombstone. Yeah, the, the, the that last episode was such a freaking uh, what do you call it? it? Was such a spaghetti western with, with Ahsoka's freaking awesomeness and freaking Mando being Mando. It, 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 yeah, this show just hits so many freaking notes. Uh, like I, anyone who doesn't, I don't know. I, I have to. I have no quarrel with you, Mandalorian. <laughs> Yeah, poor Michael Bane. Like his lot in life is to die in like everything. <laughs> you know, people give Sean Bean a lot of shit for dying and a lot of stuff, but Michael Bane, like, go back and look at his career. <laughs> Dude gets aced in everything he gets put. In. <laughs> James Cameron just loves to kill him. I mean, like, like James Cameron always puts him in stuff and just murders. Him. <laughs> It, uh, I, I think I remember I, I made a joke because I think I, I'd watched the during the movie challenge I watched the, the, the Abyss and oh there's Michael Bane oh well there's two things that James Cameron loves aliens uh, Michael Bane was in Tombstone killed by Doc Holliday that's right that's what I'm saying yo I knocked everything over he just professionally died he dies more than Sean Bain I don't think I've seen him survive a movie he was in freaking um Planet Terror, Robert Rodriguez's freaking Planet Terror movie, and he died in that too. The guy just has a career of like, oh, I show up and I die. He let him live. Look, he totally. I thought he died in aliens. Or, or oh, I think it was John Hurt that had the freaking alien inside of him. Maybe I was, maybe I flipped it in my head. But yeah, I remember watching The Abyss, and I think my I think my review was like, "Oh, Bill Paxton holds a record." <laughs> I think in my review, I'm like, "There's two things that uh, James Cameron loves: big effects and killing Michael Bane." <laughs> so, oh, you guys going to are you going to bed, big guy? It's nine fifteen. Huh? It's nine fifteen. Good God, I'm just a talking machine here. But yeah, that Mandalorian was was amazing. I can't wait to uh, uh, the, the 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 one silly rumor I, I keep hearing is that uh, when, when they go to the to the Jedi Temple, it's gonna be a freaking armless Mace Windu. Ooh, if we get armless Mace Windu and like Samuel Jackson is quietly say like ah, I got a cameo in this motherfuckers, I, I I will lose my mind if we get an armless Mace Windu, a, a one armed Freaking one arm samurai Mace Windu, <laughs> scarred from his from his fight. Because if if Darth Maul can survive getting his, his legs chopped off, I, I I feel confident that Mace Windu, the one of the most powerful Jedi, uh, 
Yeah, Palpatine lightning is survivable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it it doesn't kill. In in, in in my Star Wars in my Star Wars game that I play, Palpatine has lightning. It, the lightning doesn't kill you. <laughs> he he can hit you with it. It takes you down to like little health, but it doesn't kill you. <laughs> so it's established canon even within their games. Yeah, Luke and Ray got freaking. It, it, you can survive Palpatine's lightning. So, it, 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 if that's like the big payoff at the end, one arm Mace Windu scarred, <laughs> a scarred Mace Windu arrives at the Jedi Temple when when little little, little Grogu, or, or or as I keep seeing on on the internet, Goku, Groku, <laughs> if he reaches out and like, guess what, motherfuckers, it's Mace motherfucking Windu. <laughs> I will lose my mind. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, buddy. Oh, kid. Yeah, it, it's awesome. So, well, so something else that, that the wife and I did this past weekend, uh, we, we, we took some holiday photos over at uh, Downtown Disney is, is, is semi-operational. <laughs> There's just lines everywhere. It, it was really good. And uh, you had uh, Disneyland employees who... Their entire purpose was like to stare at you and make sure you don't take off your mask. You, you cannot take off your mask for photos. You can't take off your mask in line. If, if you buy a like like the wife and I bought some drinks at Starbucks, we have to like go off to the side and hide. We can't you can't be walking and drinking. You have to like go to the side. Go to the side. Lift your mask up a little bit. Take a quick drink. Yeah, it was funny. I was kind of annoyed because like they have a bunch of cool little because we wanted to take holiday photos. One of Rose's friends. Uh, they, they had a baby around the same time as us. Like, hey, you know, let's all go together. And we'll take photos. We'll walk through downtown Disney. Uh, we, we didn't even try going into the California Adventure. I guess they, they, they have the, the front door open. You can walk through fake Burbank, Buena Vista Street. Uh, the wife and I and Tiger didn't go into that. But, yeah, it was, it was, it was, very, it was very interesting. I, as a person who I used to be a, a, a pass hole, an annual pass holder, uh, it was very weird. It felt so like there was a giant line to get into the World of Disney store. I, I'm there. I'm sure they're, they're only allowing so many people inside. Like all the stores, they or we tried to go. To, like they have a, and then like, freaking downtown Disney is so different. I I, I realized I hadn't like I, I went to Disneyland last year for well, when I turned forty. My wife bought bought me and my bro tickets, and we went with our buddy D Loke, and I got to see Star Wars Land. I, I didn't go to downtown Disney at all. Uh, looking through downtown Disney, man, that place—it's like, it's so different. Like the ESPN zone gone. I mean, I think they had, they had already closed the AMC. Like that that end of the the, the Rainforest Cafe is closed down. They they threw up a freaking like a little uh, uh, an Asian food truck in front of the entrance of the old <laughs> Rainforest Cafe. It's like it, it it was already a desert even before <laughs> the pandemic, and I, I think the pandemic just you know reinforced the desert-like status of one end of downtown Disney and then like all the other stores. Like, like a third of the stores are gone. I don't know if that's pandemic-related. And they changed a bunch of the stores. I think that, I think because of the pandemic, they, they, the, there's, there's a cool art gallery store there. Like, right now, I think they, they changed it to a Star Wars Galaxy Hut so you can go inside and buy super expensive Star Wars things without having to go into Galaxy's Edge. And... It was just—it was weird. It just felt so weird. A lot of the stuff that, like, I—I I, I remember walking past. The, yeah, the House of Blues—that—that that was gone before the pandemic, anyway. And it, it, it's a freaking bowling alley, which I'm sure is not operational because of the pandemic. It, it just felt so weird. Uh, as a person who used to frequent Disney like on a freaking weekly basis, it felt weird. And just seeing like, oh, no one can go into the park. It was just like, oh, you can just go into Buena Vista Street. Like, it was it was kind of odd, but it, it, what was real nice, uh, if, you, if you check out my Facebook, uh, my wife tagged me in it. We, we, we they put up a a little uh, memorial for Chadwick Boseman, and we we naturally we had to go over there. We had to walk on it forever. Especially, uh, I, I didn't know until I, I found out after the fact later. Yesterday would have been Chadwick Boseman's birthday, and I guess uh, Disney added a Disney added a a, uh, a tribute to him at the beginning of. Uh, of, of the of Black Panther on Disney Plus, so, yeah, Earl's Sandwich, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I wanted to go to Earl's Sandwich, but it was like, oh, we went down there, we took the photos, and I was like, oh, I, I gotta go, I had to, I had to get, I had to get to work. I know, I worked a half day yesterday. My boss was like, messaging me like, where are you? We need your help. <laughs> we need your help. 
We got another 4,000 orders. Help! Help! And so, yeah, the, the, the wife and I definitely want to go back because uh, she, she's like, I want to try that Earl of Sandwich. I'm like, that Earl of Sandwich place is great. It's actually pretty good considering the Disney prices. <laughs> it's, it's not as much of a ripoff as some of the other places <laughs> in that area. It's, it's, it, it was very, uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy because like there was only one parking lot. It was like this parking lot I had never, like a Simba parking lot I had never seen before. Everything pushed back there. It was like, oh, flat rate for parking. It was 10 bucks parking. Good luck, motherfuckers. And then, uh, yeah, like, they had to walk through a temperature check and then they did a big security check. My dumbass, I, because I was going to work right after I had my box cutter in my pocket. Goodbye, box cutter. <laughs> I was like, oh, here you go, security. Sorry, my dumbass didn't leave in the car and I didn't want to walk back and go all the way through temperature checks and all that stuff all over again. I'm like, nope, I'll just go to... Target or Walmart and get a new box cutter uh, tomorrow or something. Dang it. Uh, yeah, it was just like so much more. I mean, I mean, yes, they needed to take the precautions, but it was just like, whoa. It's like, it felt so different. It was just, uh, yeah. I, sometimes you, you I, I feel a lot of people don't see the effects of the pandemic because they're, they're just at home or like just, they, they, they still go about their business. But you try to go out and do some stuff that you normally would have done before, and you're like, you see the difference in the world. It's really jarring. It's it, it's especially someplace like that, like a big freaking theme park, which a place that like oh normally has lots of people. You can't do that. <laughs> Everyone keep your mask. Like the Disney boys keep your masks on. You gotta keep your masks on. Don't you dare! Don't you dare take it off. Yeah, they they wouldn't help us take the photo. It was there. Nope, we're gonna stare at you. Like, although one, one, one of the cast members was nice and like she tried to help distract Tiger <laughs> back towards the camera when the, my wife was trying to take a photo of me and me and Ty. She like, she pulled out her keys and tried to distract them, but uh, touch our phone? Oh no. Can't touch any of your things. No. Uh, it's like, oh, that's, this is the world that, 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 that's around us. It's, yeah. it, it, it's insane. But let's, let's not end the show on that note. Let, let me let, let, let me end the note the show on a, on a funny note. I wanted to talk some music today. Normally we don't we don't get around to talking to music a lot on this show. I, I, I've always I've always at the beginning of the, when we started this show almost four years ago. I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna have some focused music episodes so I can bring in some of my friends who really want to talk music. But we never really get around. We talk about mostly nerdy shit. But I, I want to talk about music because I, I work. Uh, I, I have been uh, I've been put in charge of, uh, of music because. Usually we, we don't play music in, in our big old warehouse, but it was the holidays. And me and me and the boss are really cool. He he and I have very he he's he's he and I are almost the same age, so we have very similar music tastes from from the nineties. We, we we love our, our hip hop and R and B. <laughs> so uh, we have we have one of those nice little Alexas set up, and so so one of the other managers he'll put on Kiss FM, and I'll be like, what is this trash? They play the same ten songs every hour. I hate this. This is freaking garbage. I was like, I, I I never felt like such a like freaking grumpy old man than like listening to Kiss for a couple of hours. I'm like, oh my god, this is what my parents must have felt like in the eighties <laughs> or the, even in the nineties when my my parents were all about seventies music and well the seventies and eighties music or or even further back. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. I understand. Take, Warren, you get, you, see, you, you knew where I was going. That's that, that's exactly where I was headed. I, I took control of the Alexa. I'm like, Alexa, play K-D-A-Y. <laughs> Give me like That's the closest we'll get to the old 92.3, the beat. Good, good, good old K-Day. And you know what? K-Day was great during Monday through Friday. Dur during the week, K-Day was my salvation. And... Man, listening to... I hadn't heard radio edits. <laughs> I have not heard radio edits of songs in so long. It's so, I, I'm, I'm standing there. like so, A lot of times, uh, one of my primary jobs at the, at, at the warehouse right now, especially in the super busy times, like we, we pull all these orders. We, we have to go pull all the games. And then from those games that we pull, we got to sort them out with the with the packing slips and the and the shipping labels that they're going to go through. I'm, I'm doing that. So like we're just... Like, so during the holidays, we put on music. Normally we don't, because like the, the the sorting process only takes like an hour on a normal on a normal time. But now it takes like six hours. So we got holidays. We put on some music. 
Hopefully my boss, I like, try not to put on anything too offensive. So put on K Day. And man, I'm like rapping along with the songs, but I'm singing I'm I'm singing the, the album version out loud, but the radio edit is going on. <laughs> and I'd forgotten how like nothing but a G things radio edit is so different. <laughs> I get around is just a bunch of uh, the one the one I heard just before I left work right now, another Tupac song, it was uh, Ain't No Fun. Oh no, not not ain't no fun. No, no, this is the the equivalent of that. Oh, there there was a Tupac song from All Eyes on Me, where it was all every other city we go, every other video, no matter where I go. And I'm kidding. I see the same. And like there's this long pause because Nate Dog holds that hose note for so long, and the center like me and my boss are just like laughing and like why are they even trying to play this song? All about you. That's the name of the song. All About You is the song from All Eyes on Me. And like, why are they even trying to play this? Because every other word is ho or bitch. And then like Katie just like, boop, boop. They, 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 they have the, 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 the radio edit. It's just like, there isn't even, subs- at least some of the older songs, a lot of the Dr. Dre songs, there's a lot of substitutions where they they, they have a, an alternate version, which is not as, um, not as, not, not as vulgar. <laughs> But there's like a couple of Snoop Dogg songs where we're like, and like they bleep out Endo. I'm like, really, really? We are in 2020, and you're bleeping out weed references? Seriously? I was, I was like losing my mind. But yeah, it just, it was so funny to just hear the the radio edits or like the way they just freaking do that stuff. I'm like, wow. I'm like, what the hell? But it was just and. Then the, I was just tripping out a lot of my coworkers because there'd be some some of my karaoke jams would come on. Because <laughs> you, you got some black street going on, you got some no diggity. I'm like, oh, I was like, I apologize to everyone. <laughs> I'm gonna start singing, <laughs> and, and I just belted out. <laughs> it was just hilarious. Or like other songs, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna hit everything right now. Like, forgot about Dre comes on. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. This was my karaoke intro music. Back when karaoke was a thing, <laughs> me and the KG were cool. Like if it was my turn, the bumper music would be "Forgot About Dre." I'm like, sorry, we're gonna... a lot of words gonna be coming out of my mouth. <laughs> it's just so hilarious. But so that was like, you know, last week, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, we had K Day on during the day. I was like, nah, fuck Kiss, nah. nah. I had enough of this Harry Styles playing that same song every day. I had enough of this. All these. I don't even know who you there's like a Bieber and Chance Rapper song I wanted to throw things through the roof and heaven forbid Kiss tried to play that damn freaking Mariah Carey Christmas song I screamed out Alexa stop song because <laughs> well, yeah, sometimes the boss they, they, one of the other managers he always just change it back to Kiss because you know, that's what his kids listen to so that's what he's used to but so Saturday comes alright go in on Saturday I put on Katie and then, uh, I was talking to my boss because, you know, again, we used to do this show at iHeartRadio at a radio station. Like, I've always been kind of obsessed with radio and working with Sam, who's been, he's been working in radio his whole life. So I'd always get, I'd learned so much about the radio business. And man, I would, like, I would always talk to him, man, like, weekend radio usually sucks ass. I was like, yeah, because it's all robots and the, the, the DJs who, uh, the DJs who are terrible. What are you not charging? The phone is not charging. I only have twenty percent left. That's fine. I need to end the social anyway. But so K Day on the weekends. Oh my lord! So we put on K Day, and it's all Spanish commercials. What happened? Oh, sorry. I'll be in soon. It's plugged into that. Oh, that's why it wasn't charging. Ha 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 ha! No, charging. Huh, okay, good. And so K-Day weekend, it was just like all these commercials in Spanish or Korean. And it was just like an hour was like 60% commercials in a few songs. And I was like, what the hell? And we kept hearing the same UPS. Oh, come join UPS for the holidays commercial. We hear that like three times in a row. There was a casino commercial I played three times in a row. My boss is like, we, we need to, no, stop this. So my dumb ass like, all right, Amazon Music, play you know, 90s R&B. And I started playing like some Tony Braxton. I'm like, no, we need something with a beat. 
It's like I, I can't just have all you know ballads all day. I, I we need a beat. I'm like, all right, Amazon Alexa, play play uh, '90s hip hop, and it started playing uh, Snoop Dogg's "What's My Name," but like the album version. And so we, we have a lot of ladies in, in, in the warehouse who are working in the packing area, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> and I'm like, because I, I said I, I said it and walked away, and like I'm like I'm like three hours away, and I start hearing I was like. I give a fuck about a bitch. I was like, oh, oh no, oh no, HR, Alexa, stop! And then eventually, well, one of my other coworkers said, uh, uh, like, uh, I, I tried putting it on K Rock, and then K Rock was really bad on the weekend too. It was all like a bunch of commercials too, and a bunch of weird songs. And then one of the coworkers like, oh, put on a 987. I'm like, Star 987? This shows you how out of touch I am. I'm like, Star? He's like, oh no, it's Alt now. I'm like, Alt? All right, whatever. <laughs> Alexa, play Alt 987. And uh, yeah, it actually, the weekend, they're, like, they're doing some Thanksgiving thingamabob, and they kept playing like the two, three songs in a row, the same artist. They like, gave us some Nirvana, gave us a bunch of Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm like, again, me and my boss were, were <laughs> guys in our 40s, like, Hey, this is our wheelhouse. <laughs> we love R&B, but we also love, you know, the, the 90s alternative rock. Hell yeah, this is cool. <laughs> we were great for the rest of the the, the rest of Saturday. <laughs> and so like, we'll put it on again on, like on the weekends, Alt 987. During the day, during the week, we're putting it on K-Day. <laughs> Cuz when we put K-Day on today, it was a lot less annoying and abrasive as Ryan Tanaka said right there. On Facebook Live, so yeah, it's it's. I've been in charge of the radio, but it, 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 it is power. I have to I have to manage carefully. I can't have Snoop Dogg calling all and saying all those terrible words on all these these nice ladies who are packing all all the video games. It's like, whoops, sorry everybody, my bad. Radio did and it's only, yikes. Yeah, with, with yeah, my wife with the assist from the other room with Power One Hundred Six comes great responsibility. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, we, we we gotta we have to do a more extended music episode one of these days. I just thought, but it was just so funny this whole weekend. Just like oh, uh, just the the, <laughs> the radio edit of Ain't No Fun or or All About You. It was just like me, I just. Insane, this bleep. Uh, it, it's great because it, it used to be bleeps. They'd be like, Ooh. now we're just like empty spots. It's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it was just like, I was like, what's the point? Just play something else. Play regulate. <laughs> like ironically, I, I forgot. Regulate is relatively radio friendly. <laughs> I mean, there's still a lot of terrible things going on, but it's just like it's not stuff that's acceptable to radio apparently. They're like, you know what? I don't really recall. Like, they don't really swear that much. And they talk about it. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff that still gets bleeped in the radio edit, but especially nowadays. But as you can hear, our executive producer, Tiger, is giving us a signal that the show's over. So thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening if you're listening to the audio version. Uh, make sure to follow us on all of our social medias. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, at Podcast. Check us out on those platforms as well. Make sure to find our YouTube page. I When the holidays are over, I'm going to update the YouTube page. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I really want to add more content to the YouTube page. I haven't even added the episodes of the, of the show for the last few weeks. Uh, yeah, exactly. Good night, Tiger. Mama Bear's taking a bottle of Yummy Yummy Formula over to him. Uh, make sure to check, check out our YouTube page. Subscribe to your YouTube page. Please give us some more views. Uh, our number one video is me opening up a copy of Streets of Rage 4. <laughs> I don't understand why that video still continues to get views, but hey, it keeps getting views. Uh, me playing video games, no one gives a shit. Uh, me opening a video game and removing the cellophane of, of a copy of Streets of Rage 4, apparently. Views all day, all week, all the time. Uh, if you want to be an awesome uh, contributor to the show, like Ryan Tanaka, like our good friend Daniel Wong, who apparently, I guess he couldn't make it tonight, like Art Solaria, uh, we have a Patreon. Go search Patreon for Dre's Geek Velocity Podcast. We accept your uh, donations, your your contributions to the show. Uh, thanks to awesome people like Ryan that the, this show is currently able to pay for itself. It pay, the, the, the hosting 
has been paid for by our awesome patrons. If we have, if we get more patrons, we can do more stuff for the show. So uh, if if, any, if you're able to, you know, even contribute one dollar a month, five dollars a month, well, whatever you're able to contribute, um, that that just helps us, helps the the the, quote, the the bottom line of the show. It's a yeah, doing a podcast is easy, but it's not necessarily the the cheapest thing in the world, especially if you got a kid. <laughs> It was fine before I, I remember the, the first couple of years I used to subsidize the show by, by selling off rare Nintendo things on eBay. <laughs> but now, th- thanks to awesome people like Ryan and Daniel and Art, uh, I, I don't have to resort to such tactics. I can, our, our hosting fees of, of the podcast are, are taken care of via the audio version of the podcast. So if anyone else wants, if anyone wants to help contribute, and then if, once we, if we grow that community, I can do more stuff for, the, for our community. Uh, thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, again, like I said last, I can't promise any other videos. I I, I want to try to do something more. I, 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 I guys, I want to give you guys more content because content is king. The only way you can really grow is by having more content. But right now, I, the the thing I must keep content is my boy, <laughs> and I have to work so I can keep the family content. So I must work on the content before I can make more content. And once uh, work eases up, I can probably work on the show more at work. Uh, hope the boss isn't listening. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good night. And if you're listening to the audio version, all right. Thanks for getting this far.